It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a Senior Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity and joins us now. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I am good. Thank you. Well, the sun is shining. How can we not be good? Exactly. Markets are flat, slightly green. The sun is shining. That's good news. <laughs> You're taking that slightly green as the very positive <laughs> here, right? Because these days, that's all it takes to make us feel good about the markets. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, things have been volatile, obviously, with the banking situation around the world. Um, but really, today, we're waiting for the Fed. Uh, we're expecting them to hike rates by another quarter basis point at this time. Uh, that's going to be coming out at 11 a.m. And uh, we're also going to be waiting for the commentary at 1130. It's going to be really important because before this kind of banking situation happened, uh, most were expecting a half a point increase. And so, again, what the market it needs is some sort of end to interest rate hikes. And so whether they've gone too far, uh, often when rate increases happen, especially at the speed, it ends up showing weakness in the economy, weakness in areas. And what we've seen is weakness in certain uh, banks and, and the banking system uh, globally. And But again, how is it different than 2008 and so on is, is that we've seen the Fed step in so quickly, um, guarantee deposits from some of those banks, take over banks. And so it's not the same thing. But we only want to see them increase by a quarter point, and maybe we have two or three rate hikes left. So again, that problem that we had last year with inflation and interest rates, hopefully that's coming uh, to an end rather sooner than later. And in Canada, I mean, we've seen inflation come down quite yeah. a bit. You know, I mean, it's at 5.2%. I mean, we were close to 9% at one point. So, um, you know, they're still expecting inflation to fall further this year. So that's a positive. And I think with this whole banking situation, we're going to see inflation naturally fall as well. I think people tighten up the purse strings. I think banks are going to be a little tougher on lending, which they've already been. Um, so I, I think going forward, we're going to see inflation come down. And I think interest rates, uh, hikes are going to end, which they have already here in Canada. And um, and then the world can move on from interest rate hikes. That's what I think, uh, Simi. One would hope, right? One would hope that we could do that. Also, I noticed that even in the UK, their interest rate, their um, you know inflation rate came out this morning, and it was much higher than they had expected. So Canada's was, I guess, pretty good by by the look of things. It, it is. And remember, they went more aggressive earlier than, than many of the other uh, central banks. And so now they've paused, but they've paused also, you know, they were citing the Canadian real estate market. They're a little worried about that. So that makes sense. And, and what we really need to see is not just that they pause to rate hikes, but we want to see them decrease uh, some of those interest rates at some point later on in the future and hopefully later on this year. Uh, to me, that would signal a new bull market. I think that would be very positive. Uh, we're definitely not there yet. The pause uh, on on rate hikes, uh, we'll, we'll take that as of now. And we want to see the U.S. Uh, kind of point in that direction with what their commentary is going to say today. So that's going to be really important for markets at this point. Okay, now we're also going to talk about the fact that March is Fraud Prevention Month. Uh, this feels like, uh, I feel like we're hearing more and more about this all the time, Lori, about seniors in particular who fall victim to this. Yeah, definitely, you know, and it's a really unfortunate situation. And the Canadian Anti-Fraud Centre received fraud and cyber crime reports totaling $530 million in losses in 2022. And that's a 40% increase from 2021. And unfortunately, they do target seniors and retirees, which again is uh, the age group that I deal with. And, <clears throat> you know, they... 
they often target them because of their financial savings. They own a home. They have good credit. Um, you know, they're nice. They're polite. I there's that elderly couple in Nanaimo who lost close to four hundred thousand in a year long scam. Just to put it in perspective, an, an example. You know, they received a phone call and thought they won eighteen million dollars and were told they need to pay a, a few administrative fees first. Well, the couple ended up making the payments over the course of a year and didn't realize that they were being scammed until police convinced them otherwise. And then you also often hear about the grandma and grandpa scam where, you know, a, you know, uh, niece, nephew, granddaughter, whoever calls saying that they're in trouble yeah. and they need money right away. And, and we're hearing that quite a bit on, on the news. And, um, you know, you, you wonder sometimes, well, how does that happen? How would they actually send money? Uh, but it does. And so you just have to make sure you know who you're talking to. Um, make sure it is that loved one. Take your time, even though it sounds like an emergency, right? And since March is Fraud Prevention Month, you know, we're eager to help investors protect themselves from possible financial frauds because there's a lot of investment type frauds out there as well. There is a good book that I read very early on, How to Smell a Rat. It's based on Bernie Madoff and what he had done. And I think it's really important uh, that investors watch out for some of those signs. And some of those signs are returns that are consistently great. They never have a negative year. Listen, everybody has a negative year. Um, there's going to be a bear market here or there. So you want to watch out for that. Promising high returns with little or no risk. Um, making you feel pressured to invest or buy right away. Uh, investments that aren't um, really described in detail, like you don't really understand what the investment is. Uh, promises of insider information, you know, they've got the tips, you know, you got to watch out for that as well. And, and you know, when you have questions that they're not answered, and they're overlooked, those are some uh, real signs that you want to, you know, make sure that you're watching out for and, and get answers to before you make an investment. Right. I guess also part of the problem here too is that it's so... I guess sometimes it feels so like embarrassing to admit that you have been scanned and perhaps seniors, they don't want to do that. That's true too. Um, you know, there's very few people that actually report this kind of crime and they estimate less than 5% of the total number of fraud victims report their experiences. And the problem with that is just allows fraudsters and scammers to continue on um, you know, and, and hurting other people. And, you know, I've seen it myself. I had a client who, um, had Alzheimer's and he thought he was making an investment in the U S uh, into real estate. And they kept on saying, the more you invest, you know, that's when you're going to get your money out. So he had to keep on putting money in. And, you know, we started noticing it was $3,000 here, $5,000 that week, $10,000 that week. And, you know, we're talking and we're going, where is this money going? This is abnormal behavior for that particular client. And so we talked to the wife. And so we all came together and realized what it was. Um, and so that's a financial advisor's duty as well to just, you know, understand their client. And if there's abnormal behavior happening, you know, watch out for it. Uh, because sometimes people just don't realize uh, those red flags and you just always have to be on guard. Uh, so you, your spouse, your financial advisor, your family, uh, just make sure you're taking all precautions necessary. And again, March is Fraud Prevention Month. So let's all work together and uh, make sure uh, that our loved ones are, are are not falling victim to that kind of situation. It must be so tough for you, Lori, when you see this, like you mentioned that case there, but to bring up that conversation, that must be very, very difficult. I don't know. I, I think I've been doing this a long time. I, I don't find it difficult. I find it necessary. 
And, you know, I often say we're much more than financial advisors with the people that we deal with. We almost become family, you know, in a lot of situations. And, you know, if you were someone's daughter or son, would you bring it up with your parents? You would, right? And so, you know, in that situation, I had no idea what was happening uh, initially, but I just knew that it was abnormal behavior. We didn't even know that he had uh, Alzheimer's at, at that point, but that he was definitely... Um, easier to be a victim um, with that situation, that diagnosis. And so that's why it's important to have open communication with your advisor and the people around you so they can help you and watch out for you in, in all cases. Good to know. Lori, thank you so much. Thank you so much to me. Have a great week. You too. That is Lori Pinkowski. Lori is a senior portfolio manager at Canaccord Genuity. And remember, you can contact her team at 604-695-LORI, or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca.